Don't look back because the market is closed. Good Wednesday afternoon, everybody. Tip Harris here with your VRA Investment Podcast. We tell you in just a couple of minutes what happened to the markets today. More importantly, we tell you what's going to happen going forward using the VR Investing Systems, our guide. And, uh, you know, kind of one of those quiet ish days, but we saw some very interesting things happening uh, underneath the hood. We'll cover that here in just a moment. Um, and, uh, just going to tell you straight up that we are full on bullish here. 10 out of 12 VR investing system screens are bullish. Uh, this is uh, this is a time to be backing up the truck and buying on pullbacks. We like to call it like we see it. We you know every now and then, or maybe most of the time, if you listen to other podcasts or maybe you watch a little too much CNBC or Bloomberg, etc., you hear the analyst on TV. By the way, that never give their portfolio returns. Okay, that should be a requirement. If you can't post your last three to five years of portfolio returns, if you're that embarrassed, then don't go on TV. Just pass. But that should be a rule, don't you think? Wouldn't that be nice? We post ours here quarterly and annually. We've done that every year since inception, going back 16 years now. But I digress. The point I'm trying to make here is that unlike a lot of these other folks you might hear uh, who say this could happen or this could happen or this could happen or that, they give you every scenario so that they're covered, regardless of what happens, they're proven correct. We take a little bit different approach. We don't like that those kind of presentations and those kind of analysts, uh, so we're not going to be that kind of analyst. So we're going to tell you what we think, right or wrong, and then we uh, we back it up with uh, performance uh, returns, uh, again, each quarter and each year. That's how we like to do it. We like to try not to be hypocrites uh, as much as possible when it comes to investing. Uh, so uh, anyway, thank you for being here. We always appreciate you being here and your feedback. 10 out of 12 screens are bullish. That is, uh, that's a very positive sign as we head into year end. And that's really what's happening here, isn't it? It's seasonality. You know, the markets after last uh, fourth quarter of last year, you have so many investors that are just really scared shitless about this year because who wants to go through that again? Remember, that was a minus 22% top to bottom loss. Uh, and uh, before December's brutal 12% uh, move lower. So uh, a lot of folks are worried about that. We see that in the fund flows. We tweeted this out last night, shared it with our, our clients again this morning. It's really a remarkable that with the S&P 500, a stone's throw, we're talking about a half a percent away from all-time highs, pretty much across the board that way, folks, uh, that fund flows, we're talking about institutional fund flows, Right. So portfolio managers, institutional investors, you know what they call, quote unquote, the smart money, the big money. As the markets are hitting all time highs, thereabouts, fund flows are at their lowest point of at least the last year. Uh, really remarkable. That is not how bull markets end. It, it, if you're not a lifelong contrarian like we are, then it may not make quite as much sense. But if you've been joining us here, you know how important sentiment is, investor sentiment is to our work. And when, when, the, when the big money's out of the market, when they're scared of what the future holds, the, you know, you, want to, you, you have to be a con. If you want to beat the market, that's when you're forced to be a contrarian. If you're joining us last year, you know that in uh, late December, we went hyper bullish on the markets because just the scenario. Sentiment had reached record level bearishness. Uh, fund flows were off the charts negative, record level of, of selling in the markets. And uh, that marked a, a significant low to us. And uh, so that's how we look at things. And right now we're seeing, as crazy as this is, and I don't think in my career I've ever seen this, where the markets are reaching all-time highs, yet fund flows continue to be negative. Uh, 
Again, that's just not a bear sign. Matter of fact, that's a, that's a bullish sign. As we shared today with our parabolic options program members, this is a melt-up scenario. We're getting into the most seasonally bullish period of the time, end of October, really through May, uh, but certainly in the year end as well. And uh, that's, how, that's how we're positioned. Dow Jones today closed up 45 points. Again, kind of a quiet day, closing at uh, 26,833. Uh, our leader on the day was the S&P 500, up 8.5 points, and back above 3,000, closing at 3,004. Uh, NASDAQ, this is interesting because the, even though the, the semiconductors got, got hit hard today, and that was really Texas Instruments that, that was down about 7.5% today, dragged the rest of the semis down with it. Uh, but, the, but the group held up pretty well. Uh, the SOX index was down 1.9%. Uh, uh, SMH, which is the uh, semiconductor ETF, today was only down 1.1%. So for the NASDAQ to finish higher by 15 points, closing at 8,119, that's just what you want to see. It's exact, matter of fact, it's exactly what you want to see in a market that is building steam, that's building momentum. There's a lot of fuel for this fire with all of these uh, fund flows being negative that have to come back in once the markets hit new highs. And again, we love the setup here. It's the best setup in second it's the best setup in my career. Second best being the March 2009 lows, which we call within 5 minutes, and uh, that was the best buy signal of my career. We crushed about nine, over a 9 month period there, crushed the market. And uh, we believe we're going to do the same head into the year in here. Russell 2000 also closed higher on the day again. Up a small two points at 1552. But across the board, market's positive, even if a quiet day. But again, it's the internal action that's so interesting. Tyler talked about this yesterday. It's not the news that matters, it's the markets or the stocks' reaction to that news. And we saw it again today with uh, two big Dow components Caterpillar and Boeing. Both announced terrible earnings. Boeing's had nothing but bad news, right? With their uh, with their their airplane uh, uh, issues, and uh, Caterpillar, of course, has been a, a long term problem because of China slowing global growth. You know the story by now. Uh, but uh, interesting, after both getting crushed at the very outset of that news being released this morning before the open, and they were absolutely crushed, both managed to rally higher. Caterpillar wound up closing up 1.5 percent on the day. Boeing closed up uh, uh, just uh, three-quarters of 1% today. But, but again, both closing positives, not the news that matters. It's the market's reaction to that news. Often, it's that reaction that tells us that capitulation has taken place. The industrials continue to look better and better as global markets continue to improve, as the transports continue to improve. Again, you're seeing all the telltale signs that you want to see in a market that is broadening. A rising tide lifts all boats. That's what we're talking about here. Um, let's see. Also, the banks have been very strong. We've seen some technical confirmation of some breakouts versus the S&P 500, some long-term downtrend lines that the banks have been trading at compared to S&P 500. That's now turning. Uh, BKX, the banking index, today closed up a half a percent. It's been on a real tear. Uh, it's now right at 52-week highs, just barely below 52-week highs. And folks, for the markets to have done as well as they've done, with banks, banks performing as poorly as they have over the last many years, this is a very bullish sign for the, for the broadening U.S. economy globally as well. We'll get more into that uh, probably in tomorrow's podcast because what's happening in the global markets is truly interesting. 
Not a single major global market is trading below its 200-day moving average. They're now breaking out above their other significant moving averages, and uh, this has the makings of a global market of size and scope. Uh, we would we would ask you to look into the track records of the perma bears that might have your attention, the ones that have scared you out of the markets. Ask them for their track records. See what their reply is. You won't get one, folks. Um, what else today? Let's see. Okay, the internals. Let's take a look at those real quick here. Uh, again, positive across the board. Got the trifecta of uh, positive uh, uh, advanced decline issues, uh, positive uh, uh, up-down volume, and uh, positive 52-week highs to lows. Nothing earth-shattering, but they were solidly positive across the board today. We'll take that three for three. That now makes about 80% of, uh, of all days of the last three weeks that have been positive across the board. That's, that's uh, again, according to the VR investment system, that is a major buy signal. That's the foundational strength of our markets. We love looking at the internals, especially when they start to form a pattern, a pattern of trifecta wins uh, across the board in the, in the internals. Um, Sector watch today, 9 out of 11 S&P 500 sectors closed higher on the day, uh, led by energy. Uh, talk about more, more of that in just a moment. We covered it uh, most of this week. Energy is looking really good here. The energy stocks have, have been on a tear, and that's leading oil higher. Uh, oil today, uh, the, excuse me, the energy uh, sectors. Let's talk about these. Uh, the sector watch. Again, 9 out of 11 sectors closed higher, led by energy at three-quarters of a percent. Materials up uh, six tenths to one percent, along with communication services also up six tenths to one percent. Uh, not much in the way of losers today. Consumer discretionary down four tenths to one percent, and industrials barely, barely negative on the day. So very good day from the sectors as well. Oil. This is what we're going to talk about just a bit. Oil today closed at its highest level in a month and uh, up a dollar thirty-four barrel at fifty-five eighty-two. But it's the action in energy stocks. That's been getting our attention. They began to rally really relative strength-wise a couple of months ago. And now that strength looks like it could be building. And again, this is that broadening action. Again, rising tide lifts all boats. This is what you want to see. Groups that have been battered beyond all recognition, which is the energy stocks, now acting much better. And uh, gold today was up uh, $7 an ounce at fourteen ninety four. An ounce silver also higher on the day, just fractionally up five cents an ounce at seventeen fifty five. And Bitcoin, and this is kind of interesting because Bitcoin uh, on on the really on the Facebook news that uh, who knows when Libra is going to be uh, released. That was of course been a, a major reason that Bitcoin had rallied up to twelve thousand. Now back to seventy four eighty eight today is where it's trading right now. Back below its two hundred day moving average, down five hundred and thirty five dollars of Bitcoin today. And what we find interesting about this is that for the last four major moves in the equity in U.S. equity markets, Bitcoin has led on the way up and the way down. There's been a very interesting correlation there. It's led by either several days to a week or two, uh, both up and down, for last four major moves in equity. So to see the equity markets moving higher now, continue higher, as Bitcoin is weaker, it just is it's something we've talked about over the last many months uh, to a year and a half or so. So we thought we'd mention it again. Not seeing... A correlation in that trade right now, but uh, you know, you, you know, you know, the cryptocurrencies uh, they can flip back at any time, folks. Again, my name is Kip Harridge. Thank you for listening today. Love to have you come join us at vrainsider.com. Again, vrainsider.com. If you're uh, enjoying our podcast each day, 
maybe hopefully making some money from it, maybe a lot of money from them, please pass it on to your friends. We keep it short and sweet, five to ten minutes a day. We tell you what only matters according to what we've learned over 34 years in the business and our VRA investing system, which has helped us to beat the markets in 15 out of 16 years. Have a great night, folks. We'll see you back here again tomorrow after the close.